the second one is more pertaining to Lou. So Lou is still counter surfing like crazy. Like she ate half of a casserole last night <laughs> that was on the stove. <laughs> yep. When I went upstairs to go to the bathroom Winker. really quick. I know. I was so mad <laughs> at myself. Doom, doo doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. My name is Vero. And I'm Heidi. And today we're gonna boop. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I feel like that was high pitch. <laughs> it's so that the doggos could hear too. Yes. <laughs> so that they can keep barking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but before awesome. we start a boobin mm-hmm. we would like to thank holy raw nutrition for supporting let's boop snoots holy raw is a raw food service located in chelsea quebec their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness quality and peace of mind they have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken beef duck turkey and many more Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many, many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We need to go for a brew. We, do we said that last for... week, too. Yes. We need more time. Time for all need, of the things. Yes, we need more time. We need better weather. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need summer. Yeah. I would like summer back. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. This it's... snow stuff is not cool. Yeah, it's too cold. When the dogs are refusing to go out, then you know it's too cold. Yeah. Yes. I guess I guess depending on their coat, my short hairs are pretty uh not too stoked about this weather. <laughs> yeah, Ralph and Millhouse don't seem to mind, especially Millhouse. Young. He's so funny when he's like running in the snow, Millhouse. <laughs> he's still like a bit awkward, like puppy stage. Yeah. And he like he's running and then he face plants like right in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this week I we I had I have a couple of stories. I know that's a shocker. A couple of stories to talk about before we get started, but I think we were going to talk about our New Year's resolutions, yes. our New Year's goals. Yes, dog goals and podcast goals. Yes, a faux show. So, a couple of stories. The first one was um just because last week we were talking about puppies and getting new puppies and all the things to think about when because we were talking about the post-Christmas break and how 
puppies are often a popular Christmas gift, but then people get these things home and then don't know what to do with them. So um, a family member of ours got a puppy shortly after Christmas. It was a Christmas gift. Uh, they have a Bernese Mountain Dog and they are getting now another Bernese Mountain Dog. So they got their puppy, which was super cute. And um, I haven't even seen the puppy yet, but my... Um, this family friend of ours or family member actually was talking to my husband last night about how they were reading a couple of articles on bringing a puppy home when there's like an established dog in the household and that their recommendation if you if you guys can hear the uh my my co-podcasters downstairs that's gonna we'll be talking about that later in the new year's resolutions portion of the show but anyways (laughs) <laughs> they're guarding me yeah. from like the snow wisps outside and like you know the neighbors <laughs> walking by but anyways um so in the article that he read he it was suggesting to keep the puppy in a separate room for a period of two weeks so e. that both the puppy and the dog can adjust to each other's scents before like you start like letting them interact with one another so although i think like like I get the rationale behind that. I think two weeks is way too long. And Mm -hmm. of course it depends on the dog that you already have in the house. But I know for a fact that the dog that they already have is not aggressive or anything like that. And of course you never know because each dog is different and you might have the nicest, most well-trained dog ever, but for some reason they're going to react to whatever dog you're bringing into the house. So I do think it's important for them to meet like in a common area first. So you can like do that in the backyard or you can do that like in a room. I prefer the outdoors just because there's more space and then they have their own space to figure one, one another out. And of course, like it should be supervised. You can't just like bring a new puppy home, throw it in the house and be like, I'm going to go out the groceries. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and I know like, I'm sure nobody would do that, but even like for the first two weeks, I would not be leaving the dogs alone together. No. Um, anyways, I, I asked for this article that they read and they couldn't find it. They went back to the interwebs and couldn't find it like anywhere. So they're wondering if it was like taken down or maybe it was like a scam site or something. Who knows? I don't know. Mm. But um, all that to say, I don't agree with that um, with that advice. I would not do that. I think no. it's just like the things that I... It might even make it worse. Yes, exactly. It's It's too long. It might actually create some like they're gonna like anxiety and like build up like for too long. And then like what's in that room? And then like they finally get at it and it's gonna be like, Oh my god (laughs) (laughs) A squeaky toy. I mean, who knows? But um from for me bringing a puppy home and like so when I brought Gibbon, my Weimaraner home to Becky, who is like our rescue like houndy mixed dog becky was like a little bit um she was getting older so like i don't want to say she was aggressive but she was to like certain dogs and she was older like i said so maybe not as much patience for a pup but um i brought gibbon in let them meet like outside in the backyard let them sniff each other out um watch them like was protecting Becky so like don't let the puppy just jump all over like the veteran dog like of the house especially if they're Mm -hmm. older and stuff like you don't want to cause a fight right out the get-go but anyways and um and eventually they get used to each other and it takes a few weeks but when they are together you should be present and supervising because you don't you want to protect the old veteran as well as the puppy like 
like let yeah let them figure out each other but if you can clearly see that the puppy's too much for the veteran dog then then go into another room take the puppy somewhere else to do your training or whatever to to give your um the older dog like a chance a break because yeah. when we brought the millhouse home um we brought him into the home and ralph was just crazy Oh like yeah, running after him, trying to hump him, and I was just like, "Oh my god! Like, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> yeah. So we brought them to the park, and we let them loose, and that was the best thing we ever did. Yeah, because after that, they were okay in the house. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I think very... he was just like, "This is my area." Yeah. Um, and like you're in my territory, and Ralph is not aggressive at all, but like he was still trying to like dominate in some type of way. Yeah. So brought them at the park, more neutral. They ran around, got to know each other, and then brought them home. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. And and again, like just like with any new dog, like we mentioned last week too, just like if there's any kind of like special toys to them or toys period should be taken right out of the mix. Oh yeah. yeah, you can't, like, throw them in a room together with, like, all the toys and then, like, food and then, like, treats and, like, all of that. Like, none of that should be present. Like, the only thing that should be present is, like, the two dogs. And, again, yeah. supervised and just keeping it nice balanced, right? Like, not in the favor of the pup, but not in, not letting the old dog, like, be too aggressive, like, with the puppy either. Like, just you want to monitor it, like, and keep a close eye on it. All right out the get-go to mm-hmm. have a successful uh puppy acclimate to your household yeah and depending on the breeds like they'll eventually be the same size yeah like ralph and millhouse are about the same although ralph weighs a lot more than millhouse but like they're (laughs) about the same height Mm -hmm. um ralph is a lot just more like dense i guess (laughs) (laughs) between the ears he's a total jock (laughs) yeah he's a jock um (laughs) Like, I'm less worried now when they play together that Ralph is just going to crush <laughs> Millhouse. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And Millhouse is a big drama queen, so you never know, like, yeah. what's going on. Because he's always like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You touched me. <clears throat> so the other story that I wanted to just share with you guys that I thought was super neat was um, a close friend of mine, a dog trainer who we mention on the show quite often, Mish. Um sent me a photo of like a painted picture of her dog and I was like in shock and awe because it was such a beautiful photo and I had no idea she was such an art artiste so I was like oh my goodness like this is so beautiful how how am I god I can't believe I I never knew you were an artist and like she so (laughs) then she admitted to me that she had cheated and that there's a company where you can send in a photo and it turns your photo into a paint by number and you can choose the color palette for it and everything. So she like, it's just like, it's so beautiful. The photo, like I showed it, it to, to Vero and she was just like, Oh my God, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't even tell if that was like a real photo or like something else. It's just so like awesome. It so looks and, cool. Yeah. And, and I think it would be significantly cheaper than having somebody do a portrait of your dog. So if you are on a little bit more of a budget, I might suggest doing this. And I didn't get the name of the company, so I'll have to get the name of that and um, name drop that to you guys next week. But um, I'm sure if you, like, looked up on the website, like, on the interwebs, <laughs> that you would be able to find, like, a company that yeah. turns photos into paint by numbers. But, man, what a beautiful job she did. And it's, like, it's a so really nice, yeah. cool-looking photo. Really yeah. cool. Really cool. 
I I boop that. Boop. Boop. <laughs> boop boop that of company. approval. I made my own little doggy picture lately. Yeah. I've showed Heidi. Oh, yes, you did. My balloon dog. Oh, my goodness. I love it. <laughs> I so love I, it. It was inspired by a picture I found on Pinterest. It's a red balloon dog, and it's tied to a, like, um, oh, my God. <laughs> what do you want to call that? Like a little, like a post like a short post and it has a leash on, but he's floating and he's tied to the little post. Oh yes. I'm trying to see it, but and I know you sent it to me. So I'm trying to look for it online, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Yes. Oh yeah. It's like a tiny little, like it's almost looks like, um, like a wooden spike that they put in the ground to keep a tent down. Yes. Um, yeah. In the grass. And it's like a balloon dog attached to it. And, uh, yeah, and he's floating. And Vero is an artiste, by the way, for, <laughs> for those of you that didn't know. I copy other people's <laughs> pictures. Yes, but it's a very nice, it's a very, very nice photo. Thanks. Yeah, it's right. fun. I would love to do, I want to take a picture of Ralph and turn it into like a pixel picture uh -huh. and either paint that or draw that. Oh, we will see. And then do one of Mill House. Yes. Yeah. That would be neat. Yes. 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 All right. And well, speaking of up updates, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, but Ralph has his neuter date. <gasps> oh, it's happening. Oh, yes. Yes. February 7th. Oh, yes. I think you did mention. I did mention it. Yes. I do remember because I do remember because it's my it's uh, my brother's birthday that day. <laughs> I remember saying that. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I do remember. Oh, there we go. Ooh. There's the alarm. Somebody's coming to kill me, everybody. <laughs> Somebody's walking in front yep. of the house. Yeah. And um, Millhouse has officially entered the teenager phase where. Oh, my goodness. He doesn't remember any. <laughs> of his commands oh well, he remembers some of them but his recall is not good anymore like he used to be so good it's just like ralph without like that excited energy melhouse no <laughs> i know i thought he'd be different <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, like the teenager phase is a legit real thing and super frustrating because you're just like we did this like we you know this like, yeah like listen, last like, week just listen to me <laughs> yeah oh, what my happens goodness. overnight it's like yep they just like blow you off it's like melhouse yep. come just like looks at me and he's like, no. <laughs> You're just like, what? 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 I have a treat. Why? No, it's okay. I'm good. Yeah. 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 You start pulling out all the stops and they still don't listen to you. It's frustrating as heck. Yeah. And then you look like the silly owner that's running after her dogs. Yeah. The dog park. That's me. Are you Are you listening to this choir? Yes. It's beautiful. By, by the way, we're dog sitting too. So it's like, it's a trio. <gasps> it's a it's trio. The, what is it Yeti? What was that? What were what, what who were those three people that sang together and it was like the three tenors? <laughs> Maybe it's we got the, I've got the three tenors here. <laughs> no, it's not Yeti, it's we have Gracie with us for Ooh, three weeks. Okay. Yas. She's a bit of a borker, but then again, 
so are mine. That's not Gracie Borkin, <laughs> the mini doodle. That's definitely <laughs> too wide. Got a deep it. voice. <laughs> Gracie. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> oh so my goodness. Funny. That would be funny. So okay. shall we move on to the New Year's resolutions? Yes. <laughs> so but uh I think my dogs pretty much like have clearly defined what mine are. Mine is to work on the borking. Well, I'll start with my dogs. Uh, that's two things with my dogs. So, and it's sort of been like an ongoing thing. So the barking has always been something that I wanted to fix. But again, when you're like, you know, going about your life and like the busyness of things, like it's hard to find dedicated time to like really focus on something. And especially where it is something that's time consuming, right? Like, so if I have yeah. a full day, like I'll sit at the front of the house with the dogs and then try to really... um clamp down on the barking but unless you have that time like I don't have very many days where I can spend the day sitting on the couch with my dogs like doing this and I try doing it every evening like even when I'm with them but I think it just needs I need a different tactic so like I was using an uncomfortable so like when they bark like so as soon as I see somebody even starting to walk by or I see somebody with a dog and notice it I'm try I would look at the dogs to see if they're like looking or or they're noticing too to try to nip it in the bud before the bark even happens. Mm -hmm. Um which you know sometimes like I'm not going to sit there staring out the window all day either. That's like not super realistic. <laughs> but um you're going to start so, barking. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to do like a little bit of that. And then like if they do like so then like if they like perk up it's like no and like before they even do and like usually I can get a hold on it if I catch them at that point. But if I don't and the barking starts starts already, it's hard to get them to stop. And I've tried like a bonker or like just giving them like a little like Caesar Milan like in like the ribs or like the underbelly or whatever or at the back of the neck. Yeah. And um, it works sometimes, but like I think I need to watch a few more videos on it. So I think the next free weekend that I have, I'm probably going to watch some YouTube videos like going into it. And um look at some other measures that I can take to try to just get a hold on that barking because as you can hear it's like it like what, what have we had two bouts of barking like since since starting this episode so <laughs> 18 like, minutes it, yeah it's pretty often like it's I, I don't want to say live on a busy street but I mean like there's a fair bit of activity like we're across the street from a park so everybody goes there with their dogs or is walking yeah. by to like do stuff so the barking for sure is is real so I need to watch a few more videos on that so that's definitely one of my um new year's list resolutions for both the dogs and um so I have, I have three of them all together so the first one is barking the second one is more pertaining to Lou so Lou is still counter surfing like crazy like she ate half of a casserole last night <laughs> that was on the stove. <laughs> yep. When I went upstairs to go to the bathroom Blinker. really quick. I know. I was so mad <laughs> at myself like and her. Like I was just like, oh my God, I just went up to the washroom and I went down. And I was just like, why is the cheese missing like off the top of this casserole? Oh and then I was God. like, and then I like looked over and you, I, I could see her like she's starting to know that she gets in trouble at least. But it's just a matter of catching her in the act. So I got to figure out how to do that too and um, get a hold on her counter surfing because I, I, I hate the fact that 
that's like an extra thing on my list to check like when you're leaving for the day or like that yeah. even I'm the first one out of the house and I've got a, a bunch of forgetful boys that I live with who forget to close doors or put things away or they leave something out on the counter and then you come home to like you know like garbage like chewed yeah. garbage on the couch and like just like the little things like that and it's dangerous to Lou and it's just like unpleasant to come home to that all the time or to have to remake a casserole or to have to like <laughs> rethaw pork tenderloin in the sink <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely want to address that and I don't think I even need videos like I know what I have to do it's just a matter of taking the time to do it and what do it like do? Well, I think because I have her trained on her and Gibbon, I have her trained to a certain degree on the e-collar. And I think what I'm going to do is just leave something out and either put a camera there and then yeah. like, and then give her, set her like, up. yeah, set, I'm going to set her up and give her the negative consequence for that with the e-collar. So she knows, cause that, that I'm sorry, but to me, like that is a safety issue. If there's like, if yeah. she's getting whatever she wants off the counter. Well, cause she could be pulling... Because sometimes I'll leave like a glass because Ralph does it on our dining room table. Mm -hmm. He loves grabbing the placemats, placemats yeah. and the phones. Mm -hmm. I've seen him jump. And if there is something on the placemat, like a glass, he doesn't take it. So I don't know if he understands. Looks first. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Did he break any glasses? No. Oh, okay. But I'm worried that one day he's going to pull a glass. Yeah. And then he's going to get cut or he's going to eat glass or, you know. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. Like, you just don't know. So, like, yeah. Lou, Lou ate a pair of scissors once off of the counter. Like, I was just like, what? <laughs> like, she chewed a pair of scissors. Uh. And, like, it was just the plastic candles. But, like, still, like, if that had opened and, like, who knows, or she got it caught in her mouth somehow. Like, yeah. Yeah. We had friends once who their dog tried to bite at the scissors and got their tongue cut oh, pretty yeah. bad and, and that's the other thing tongues are like super vascular so they're gonna bleed like there's gonna be blood everywhere if <laughs> yeah. the dog cuts their mouth so yeah. anyway so for me it's a safety thing working on that and then the third thing and that's uh, a personal new year's resolution for me but also i think pertains a bit to our podcast as well is just like really starting to learn more about nutrition for my dogs because like I just it's like right when we get somewhere with Gibbon like it then it's not good again and then like Lou has had like these like super big reactions and I don't know whether it's a food thing or just a skin allergy of some kind mm -hmm. but like she was having like rash all over her belly like in her armpits and her ears were so bad she scratched them almost raw like at the back oh there we go see see everybody <laughs> the borking it must be a busy day on our street or maybe somebody's coming home i'm gonna go close the door but uh, i think i think my husband's home and that's why they're just like dad is home listen to the listen to the cries the drama of it all daddy you were gone for so long we missed you so much um but getting a grasp on the food thing because uh, it's and it's so weird how it happened so quickly but like I came home on Friday from work and I was at the top of my stairs and Gibbon was with me and he put his paws down on the second stair he does that sometimes and he does a big long stretch and I was like uh, like I literally like got upset looking at him because he's so skinny again 
like mm-hmm. so skinny and you can see like I knew he was on the thinner side but now like it's gone even further and he's been eating well and he hasn't been sick so I'm not really sure what's going on um we had a bit of a bout with like a not great um bag of dog food I think I told you I don't know if yeah. I yeah remember telling there was, that like, story some white stuff there was a mold like in the dog yeah. food and stuff like that and uh he was really sick for several days but like he came back from that and I don't know if it's just that like there was maybe some forgotten meals because again like he's got a a super sensitive tummy and like once we're in like there's a very small window of like a sweet spot for him with like the feeding and the food to keep him at a like a nice healthy weight but he's so skinny right now like you can see the rib like when he did that stretch I could see his entire rib cage his thyroid yeah I wonder if we should I don't know man but anyways so just learning more about the food and like Mm -hmm. even like because I've been thinking about going back to raw with the dogs with Julira yeah to see how it goes but um to check out the pricing on things again but um it's just a matter of like yeah looking up like okay number one is it affordable for our family right now and what do I have to include in their meals to give them a well-rounded diet and like that type of stuff. And I know, you know, a lot of that Vero, so I might, I might reach out for some help, (laughs) but um, anyways, those are my three new year's resolutions with uh, the dogs. What are yours? Um, Mine are kind of, well, one similar, well, is (laughs) the same, the barking Mm -hmm. at the window. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Like, Millhouse doesn't do it often. Like, even if Ralph is going, like, nuts and he's barking and he's jumping. um, Like, he'll jump and he'll grab the curtain at the same time. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, he's going to destroy <laughs> that corner. Um, And then sometimes he's just, like, he'll just stand there and be like, and then not bark. So I'm just like, what's the difference? So we got to get control of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've tried, I've tried the bonker, which he really likes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have used the e-collar for it, but I'd rather, I'd rather train him some other way with the mm-hmm. barking at the window. So sometimes like he'll be barking and we'll tell him to come or go to place and sit. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, good, good, Ralph. Um, and then you can see he's just like, ah, I want to get back to the window. But then uh-huh. we wait until we think the person's out of sight. Uh-huh. Or sometimes I'll go to the window and I'll, I'll make him sit. And as soon as he sits and he's calm, I start petting him. Like, yeah. okay, good boy. Yeah. Good boy. And then I stop for a second. And then if he's still calm, I'm like, okay, good boy. Uh-huh. And like, I pet him and give him some like ear scratches and all that. So... Mm-hmm. but that's not been working yeah because <laughs> he's still a bargain see what what confuses me about like some of these exercises that like that sounds like a reasonable thing to do but then how do you know and I remember having this conversation with Mish a couple of times is that like if there's a reward in there anywhere then is it that yeah. like he knows like if I go to the window and bark and then stop she's gonna give me some awesome ears exactly <laughs> yeah so how do yeah. you know like yeah, I think we need to reach out to some Q and A's. Yeah, because you almost and... need to catch it before it starts. Yeah, to show them that no matter like what their behavior is, the person is still going to be walking by. 
Yeah. With their dog. Yeah. Paying most of the time no attention <laughs> to yeah. you. Yeah. 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 So barking at the window. Mm-hmm. Um, the dining room table surfing. Yep. Um, so I, I have four. <laughs> dining room table surfing. Walking both dogs at the same time. Oh, yeah? Like, well. So, Ralph walks well when he's alone, like, well-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's walking and I go, eh, eh, like, he'll fall back. Yeah. Um, But Millhouse now just kind of pulls. Mm. And he walks better when he's alone. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're together sometimes Ralph will walk well but Millhouse is just like constantly pulling and then there's like this constant like switching because I have those leashes that never get tangled yes and then it's almost like okay who's beside me and then Ralph is like falls back and then goes beside me and then Millhouse does the same thing <laughs> and then it's oh just my god this constant like circle switcher <laughs> That's and sometimes cute, they don't do it. I'm just like, okay. Are they banging so, into your leg when they're doing the switch? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I need to figure out how to walk both of them properly. And I think I'll need both of them to be e-collar trained. Mm. Yeah. So and that's my other one is to get. So I did some e-collar training with Ralph um kind of stopped for no reasons just you know going to <laughs> the park forgetting yep. to put it put his e-collar on going for walks forgetting the e-collar um so probably going to reach out for some professional help to make sure it's done properly especially mm-hmm. now that they've had some time without it yeah or that Ralph has had some time without it mm-hmm. so doing Ralph first after he's neutered and then doing Millhouse mm-hmm and then training both separately on walks, Ralph should be okay. Uh-huh. Um, Millhouse was pretty good, so I think he's going to be okay alone. It's just when Ralph is there. Yeah. It's when Ralph is there and when they know we're going to the park. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think about that one. Like, I would almost want to, like, take Ralph to the park and start with some basics of late e-collar when you go to the park are you usually meeting with like other buddies and they have a big doggy play date yeah yeah it might mean a couple of sessions of you like going there by yourself with ralph and practicing that stuff with the e-collar and and i did that in the summer and then Mm -hmm. i just stopped yeah it was going well too because i was doing like the heel yeah at the park like off leash yeah oh nice like he was doing really really well yeah and And uh for yeah. no reason, I just kind of stopped. <laughs> Becky was like that with me. But again, I had her professionally trained. Yeah. So it just followed, like, and she was pretty good, and we practiced it all the time. But, like, I would take her on leash to the park, let her off leash, and then I'd walk back to my house with her off leash and the e-collar mm. because she was so good. Yeah. Honest to God, like, I trusted that thing. Like, she knew. See, I would just she was just so good. Because he would have his moments, but, like, he was getting a lot better. Yeah. And it's and it's even harder to plan this stuff in the winter because especially if it like you have like a super cold like it was chilly this morning for sure. I think it's cold yeah. as it's been so far and we probably have some colder days coming up but it's like 
there's so many like you can find a million excuses like not to do it <laughs> but but winter is a pretty good one winter is a pretty good <laughs> excuse <laughs> like the mittens and the dog treats and it's just cold and yes yeah like I wouldn't be able to practice with my dogs out in the winter because like they'll freeze like and I do have coats for them but it only goes so far like and yeah when you see them starting to lift their feet and you're just like okay 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 let's go home (laughs) like you don't want to hurt them in the cold either you know no okay so you got borking you got borking dining room table table surfing surfing. (laughs) walking with two dogs yeah an e-collar and then the e-collar probably e-collar and then walking with two dogs yeah yes it's yes. uh yes it's um there's always things that you can be working on with your dog it's just a matter of finding the time and knowing the right resources and finding something that works particularly for you and your dog which can be time consuming yeah but like we always say with the dog training it's not even like once you get them doing it then it's like you can like never do it again it's about the consistency and maintaining like that training like on a regular basis mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah Some, something <laughs> that you have to work part. at that is the hard part for yeah. sure because if you stop just like i've been doing mm-hmm. um they forget and then they just don't do it yep yeah punks these these punks we have they're a bunch of punks. teenager punks all right so for the podcast what for are your podcast. new year's resolutions i hope that we can do a couple more events this year yes i i yeah. had two i had two that i could readily think of the first one is yeah trying out a couple more events this year for for sure um And the second one is more guests. I want to talk to more people and like learn about more of the dog things. And do more things for maybe our listeners. I have some ideas. Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I can't wait to hear those. Maybe we won't discuss those (laughs) right now. But um, I, I was hoping like to get somebody about nutrition, which we did have somebody lined up for that. So we just have to pick a date. I think we were going to have a previous one of our speakers. We were going to invite them back again for another chat. Um, I also want to see if we can get a veterinarian. I want to, like, I want to hear about all, and that might be like a multiple episode one because there's like lots to talk about when it comes to veterinarians. I think there's like the whole effect the pandemic has had on them. Um, There's the whole um, way that vets are organized and who they answer to and, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Then I want to hear just about what it's like being a vet. Like, all, what the are the most common? The yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly. The sad. The sad, yeah. And what are the most common things that come in? What are things that you can do to prevent having to go into the vet? What they recommend, what they don't, and all these kinds of things. I would like to hear all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh yeah, and then about food about food and, uh, and we have be... an artist that we met at the yes yes I'd like to have her on as well yes yes a real artiste a like, real artiste for real there's this lady who's a real artiste and then i'm like the amateur artiste 
And then there's the paint by number artiste. But then <laughs> you start with paint by numbers, but then but then you can start making other things. See, I am definitely Maybe like, Misha's just getting a taste for it and now she's gonna maybe. be like a super artiste. Well, I have to say she's a very crafty individual. I'll give yeah. her that. I, I am not when it comes to this stuff. Like so I <laughs> I'll be amazed if I can even get the paint by numbers like down bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true, though. Honest to it God. It looks really good. Yeah. It yeah. does. It does. It does. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Lots yes! of fun things for 2023. You bet. You bet. And then we're going to open our doggy daycare. <laughs> <laughs> That's our dream job. Yeah. If you the win the lottery, job. we'll be podcasting live from our doggy daycare. Yes. Yeah. We oh got to keep God. buying those lotto tickets. We're going to have the best doggy daycare. Yes. We would have the best doggy daycare. Oh, my goodness. Up our show. For sure. Yes. Oh, dreaming. 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 Dreaming is fun. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Is that a wrap? Is that a wrap? I think it is a wrap. <laughs> Before we let you go, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boops Newts. Their products are sourced from ethical local farm and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I get all of my food for Millhouse and Ralph from Holy Raw, and they have been nothing but amazing. So we are so thankful to have them as a sponsor. You can find Holy Raw on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you again, Holy Raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring us snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. And join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Mm -hmm.